Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Fulfillment Podcast, where we discover a better you by finding fulfillment in life, relationships, and finance. In this episode, we are going to go over the difference between understanding extrinsic and intrinsic value systems and reward systems within our own mind. So the value that they provide to us, the value they bring to us, the way we can use it in working with others, and how that all kind of comes together. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, so the basis of this episode, this is gonna, a lot of this is going to drive off of uh, this book I read. So I, I read a book. It's actually been a while since I've read it, just reading a lot lately and kind of constantly on the self-development train. But uh, a book called Drive, and it's written by Daniel Pink, and I, I do definitely highly recommend it. I think it's a good book. Definitely opens the eyes of how to kind of motivate and influence people. I think the biggest thing is learning how you can motivate different groups of people and what they they find valuable to them and how you can implement that. Uh, you, can, you can implement it into a relationship, but it's more on the business side, I would say, in terms of interacting in a workplace or in a business environment uh, with other people and how you can kind of like motivate them. Um, I won't say it's not in the relationship side. I will say it's definitely, uh, for those of you kids out there, um, especially with those of you with finding, uh, I guess, a lack or a, a lackluster kind of relationship and how to kind of motivate it and find joy and stuff in, in different things with your significant other. Um, I think this this episode will play a little bit and this whole concept of intrinsic and extrinsic values will play into it. So what what is intrinsic and what is extrinsic? Let's start with the foundation and then we'll kind of work into um, how those relay into your life. So extrinsic the extrinsic value system, so extrinsic means external, right? Intrinsic means internal. So the external value system is typically based on some sort of monetary gain. So the way extrinsic values or extrinsic motivation works is you are motivated by some sort of external force. So whether most, most commonly, right, it is you're motivated by money. That's usually why we work. That's why we have the jobs we have. Um, that's why we do some of the things we do, right? It's based on the monetary gain that we are offered upon completing or providing the service that we are conducting. So if you're in a cleaning service and you go to a house or a business and you conduct a cleaning, when you're completed with the cleaning, you'll be paid, right? You'll be paid a monetary value based on the amount of cleaning and the service you provided. And that's that's the extrinsic reward. Um, if uh, a child is doing chores, right, and you reward them with an allowance, then that is an extrinsic value. Now, the pros of extrinsic side is you typically have a, uh, a monetary system or something, some sort of currency or exchange that you can provide that most people can provide um, that is an exchange of goods or services between what's being completed and what, what is being needed. Uh, the downsides to the extrinsic side is typically it is only based on that and it's not very motivating beyond that so it's very dry it can become monotonous it can become dull and lackluster so it's it's something that is good if executed properly however there's like a limit right if you think about the roman empire back when they existed um they started to get so big that they got to the point where they started hiring out their security, right? So they started hiring out those that would fight their wars and do their battles and kind of do their dirty work for them. Well, that was all great and grand until somebody was willing to pay more or until the people were no longer motivated by the purpose of what they were doing for the money that they were being paid to do it. And then that leads to a collapse and people stop doing it and they decline 
and that kind of is what initiated the, the decline of the Roman Empire, right? So it's, it's a really big understanding when you start looking at in history, the examples, and then just in your daily life, where you can find examples of what is the extrinsic values that's being put on things, and then how you feel about that thing as a result. Now, the other side, the flip side to that, the other side is intrinsic values and reward systems, right? So the intrinsic side, intrinsic being internal to you, intrinsic is what is internally motivating to you. So um, a good example of this would be somebody doing something with uh, like the Peace Corps or some sort of like nonprofit where you're going and building a, a church or a school or something in a third world country. Um, that the internal value is worth more than the monetary gain that you're going to get out of it. You feel good about what you're doing. You feel like you're helping somebody. You feel like you're providing a service for somebody that really needs it, right? You feel like you're doing something really, really well, which is great, right? So it's, it's good because it ultimately the intrinsic value is something that's going to provide internal fulfillment for you, right? So it's usually what gets us to the point of feeling fulfillment inside our, our lives, and that's generally what you want to get when you're looking at a relationship. You don't want to have a relationship that's motivated by extrinsic reward, right? You want to have a relationship that's motivated by intrinsic value and intrinsic reward. Typically, a job is not intrinsic in nature. You don't get an intrinsic value or reward out of a job. Typically, you find that it's always based on extrinsic systems, right? Relationships are more intrinsic. Jobs and, you know income streams and stuff are more extrinsic. Now there are ways for those to shift. You can get jobs that shift and aren't quite that, but sticking with just the intrinsic stuff right now, that's why um, a lot of things happen the way they are. And to be honest, that's why a lot of political beliefs shift the way they are is because everybody's motivated mostly by the intrinsic values that they have. So the pros to having an intrinsic system is obviously it's not monetarily provided it is stronger and longer lasting. So if you can find something that intrinsically motivates somebody, typically that motivation system or that reward is going to last a lot longer because it's, it's more fulfilling, right? But the negatives to that is it can be, it can be demonized unintentionally. So you can be doing something for an intrinsic reward but it can be, it, it may not be actually helping the right thing. And that's where like politics and stuff come into play. You may think that you're helping something. However, you're not actually solving the problem that exists, right? And this that comes into a lot of play with a lot of different things and a lot of different sides, right? It's not just specifically one side or another, but it, it happens on both sides of the pendulum. You can see a lot of times where they believe that they are helping or trying to help a situation by doing one thing. However, it's not fixing the problem. It's only passing blame from one side to another. And then what's happening is you're continuing the systemic problem that is just continuing to fester and continuing to grow and you're not actually solving anything. All you're doing is you are providing, you're, you're doing something that looks like you're fixing the problem. However, all it's doing is giving you the internal reward, right? A lot of times I think of this as <clears throat> handouts on the side of the street, right? You have a panhandler that's sitting at an intersection, a busy intersection asking for money. 
Now, instead of that person trying to provide value to the people that are coming up and then being rewarded by those people with with value, right, with monetary value or something that they would find valuable, right? Be like, hey, best restaurant to eat at, directions here or something, you know, and helping people like that are from out of state or traveling or whatever, like find like a good restaurant if he's downtown, you know, like, hey, point you to this place or that place or, you know, what are you looking for? Sushi, you know, go to this one. You know, sweet man, thanks, here's a five, you know, something like that. Instead of doing something like that, what they do is they just ask, ask, ask for money. Well, in reality, right, we all understand that by giving somebody money like that, typically they're not going to spend it on something good, right? Typically that money does not go to improving them. If it did, then they'd all be off the street, but they're not, right? So it's not improving their situation. And we all, I think we all understand that. However, we still do things like that because we feel like by us giving them money, it makes us feel better. It makes us feel like we're doing something to help them, to, to, to help somebody that's less fortunate. Where in reality, if we wanted to help somebody that's less fortunate, we would find out what it was that was forcing them to stay behind or what was actually going to solve the problem of them being in that situation. And we would attack it at the root cause instead of continuing to support their unjust behaviors or the behaviors that are only leading them you know, into further uh, bad behavior or, or not down the right road, right? It's the same idea of, of uh, when the fire extinguishers, when you pull it up, it says don't shoot at the flames, shoot at the base because you're trying to actually extinguish the fire and not just, you know, deal with the flames. So it's the same kind of concept, right? You're trying to take care of the root issues. And I think we all understand that, but that's the biggest way that in politics, the intrinsic value system is a con is because a lot of people think that they're solving the problem. However, they're just shooting at the flames. They're not actually covering the base. They're not actually solving the problems at the base, right? So that's that's the way that intrinsic value, somebody would feel good, like they're doing something good, but they're not actually solving the problem. They're only getting their own personal selfish feelings fulfilled by taking care of what they think on the surface level is taking care of something, right? It's 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 with good heart and it's with really good intention but it's just not solving the problem, right? And that's that's where intrinsic can have its its downfall. Now, now that we kind of understand extrinsic and intrinsic values and rewards, what are some examples and like how do these things play as we look forward? Well, typically, if you're looking at like a business or a job or some sort of um, thing like that, you have to find a balance in your you have to find a balance in your life of extrinsic and intrinsic values, right? And rewards. The best way. It'd be if you could live your life doing things that motivated you intrinsically and you could be rewarded monetarily for that to be continued to be supported. Because a lot of times people do things um, with extrinsic values, with extrinsic rewards, is because they need to be able to support, right? Because extrinsic is typically monetary, right? It's usually currency-based. It's based on money being given. So most people have their jobs that support the income or the, um, the bills that they have to pay. So if you could do something, and then that's where you lose the intrinsic reward, right? If, you're, if you hate being behind a desk and you love being outdoors, however, you have a job as a secretary or, uh, a, I don't know, an engineer or somebody that spends a lot of time behind a computer, you may not be very rewarded intrinsically, which means you're not going to have that fulfillment internally inside you. You're going to feel like something is missing in your life. You may be, very, you may be rewarded really well extrinsically, Right, which is great, but it's only turning into something that you're going to continue to despise and hate even more as time continues to go on. 
So finding something that rewards you intrinsically is something that you have to do maybe like on the weekends, right? Maybe you go on hikes, maybe you go, you know, to the lake, maybe you go to the beaches or do something like that, right? On the weekends, which is typically, I think, what most people would do, I'd say 99% of people have that kind of setup in their life, right? You do something that rewards you extrinsically during the day or during the week. And then on the weekends, when you don't have to work, you can do whatever intrinsically motivates you. So the cool thing would be finding a balance. The best way is finding something that motivates you intrinsically, but rewards you, but you still get compensated enough to cover the bills, right? So you don't have to worry about payments or money or anything like that. That would reward you extrinsically. Um, me personally, so for me, right, and this episode comes from, I just spent a week in the mountain, or a week, uh, a couple days in the mountain with a, a buddy of mine, and uh, he is, he's dating a girl with a kid, and he, um, we talked a little bit about what it's like in terms of raising a kid, and I honestly have no experience on this other than my niece and nephew, um, but understanding how I was raised as a kid and then how my friends were, we were able to cover a few different things and it's, it's some interesting stuff that kind of made me think and brought up some things for me to kind of think on. And that's why I wanted to do an episode based on this because I think it's important, um, not only for him, but I, I think it's important for a lot of people too. But basically when you look at the way, um, cause as we're talking about raising kids and how I was raised as a kid and stuff, when you look at the way you're brought up in a family, right. Or you're brought up in your household or you're brought up in your community and the way that you contribute to things, I was never monetarily rewarded for doing chores around the house. I was, uh, I had, I think I had to sweep out the garage, which was a freaking nightmare as a kid. I hated that job because I had to move everything that was in the garage out. So I had to move bikes and the cars and the uh, tools and stuff and all that kind of stuff out of the garage and then sweep the whole damn thing and then uh, not mop it, but kind of like you wash it out and then you squeegee it out. And then you put everything back. So I had to do that stuff. I had to take out the garbage, which was probably one of the easier things I had to do. Um, I remember I had to, we always had to make our beds and keep our rooms clean and stuff. Um, My big one was clearing the table after dinner, making sure that, you know, the dishes and stuff uh, got off the table and the table got wiped down and everything. And the kitchen and stuff was swept so my sisters and stuff could wash them and put the dishes away. And then I would obviously dry them when they were done. Um... And then another big one was mowing the lawn, right? So I, I really had to mow the lawn. Oh, and then take recyclables. We had to go, uh, we had to like collect our recyclables and then our trash service didn't pick them up. So we had to go drop them off at a, uh, at a recycle location. So I, I had that job too. But um, I think what that taught me, right? Whereas a lot of my, so I, I did all that stuff and I never was compensated monetarily for it. I was taught that as a kid, I had to contribute to the family and that was my contribution to continue to maintain a uh, effective household. That's how you run a smooth household is you contribute to your job on the team. You, everybody has their own roles on the team. And your job is this, 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 this. And this is what you need to do. And in order to have a smooth team and operate smoothly, this is what you need to do. Um, I didn't realize it at the time. But uh, I remember my family, or not my family, but my friends and stuff at school were always being paid a, uh, an allowance. So they would they would talk about you know the twenty bucks or the forty bucks or you know however much money that they were getting every week for doing their chores, um, as they would you know go about life. So they were able to buy cool like cool candy bars and all sorts of just uh, fun wazoo stuff that I typically like when I was at lunch I was eating my ham sandwich and drink my juice box and that was it right. So I just had like I had the base the base essentials whereas everybody else was buying Bosco sticks and pizza 
during lunch and it looked awesome, right? My, my coolest thing was I remember I got, uh, we had leftover pizza from Sunday night on Monday and that was, that was like my big day. I loved, I loved lunch on Monday cause I got my leftover pizza, <laughs> but I was never monetarily compensated for doing my chores. And the bigger point, the point that I'm trying to point out with all this is I never, it got to the point where I, I, and I, it's funny I say this cause I've never actually asked my dad this, but when I was mowing the lawn, it got to the point where I was, I took so much pride in mowing the lawn that the lawn became my job. Not, not saying that it wasn't my job. It was more of my dad would rather me mow the lawn than him. Not because of time. He actually, he, he enjoyed spending time out on, on the, on the grass, right. And mowing it. He, he enjoyed that. It was a, a calm, soothing way for him to kind of like, I don't know, meditate pretty much, right. Get away and spend, spend some time by yourself thinking alone. And he, he would really enjoy that, but he would rather me do it than him because I did such a good job. I took so much pride. It became my representation of the family, of the household, of the home is mowing that lawn. I, would, I got so good that I could meticulously mow this lawn in such perfect order that the lines were as straight as could be. You could take a you could take a string and run it from one end to another on the line, and it would be perfectly straight. It would be right on that line, and I did it over the entire yard. The front yard could match the backyard based on the pattern and design and, and cutting that I was doing. So I got I got very 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 good at it. Now I think because I was intrinsically rewarded, I was based on an intrinsic reward system of this is my job, this is my job with the home, this is my my way to represent the household. And this is how I can do that. And that's, that's all internal to me, right? That's me taking pride in the work that I'm doing to display and represent our family to other people, right? To, to outwardly display the way our family looks, right? So I took a lot of internal pride. Now, while that may or may not be true, right, with the way the lawn displays and all that stuff, I do think it, I, I really think it is, right? I do think it is. I, I internally viewed it that way. And I do still think that that way that, the way you cut your lawn and the way your lawn looks in front is a, is a excellent representation of the pride you take in the household. So I took a lot of pride in that and it developed that inside of me. Now, I think that if I had been rewarded extrinsically with a monetary system that I may not have taken it the same way. I say may not because I still very much would still be like, this is my job. This is my work. This is how prideful I am. Look at how good I'm doing. And I, I think I still would have really enjoyed that because it was a internal thing. However, I was mowing the lawn because I was excited to see it look better, if that makes sense. Like when the lawn gets long, it looks kind of shaggy. And then when you mow it, it looks amazing. So I took pride in mowing the lawn to make it look better. Whereas if I was rewarded, I think with money, I would almost start dreading that job. And that's typically what happens, right? If you start, one of the biggest drawbacks with an extrinsic reward is that you start to dread it. It becomes a job, right? It becomes a job and not a, not a hobby. It becomes something you have to do, not something that you want to do. And, and mowing the lawn to me grew into something that I wanted to do as opposed to, I had to do it. So I was never, it got to the point where, um, while in the beginning, right, I had to be reminded to do it. Hey, don't forget, you got to mow the lawn, you know, lawn needs to be mowed, it's getting long, whatever. You had to be reminded to do these things. However, it got to the point where I would do it on my own. And I think if I had been rewarded extrinsically with money provided every time I did it, it would become a chore. And a chore is something that you 
do not want to do, right? Something that you dread, you don't want to do, you have to be told to do, you have to be constantly reminded, sometimes you forget, and sometimes dad's going to have to get out there and do it, right? And just with this example, if it got to the point where I was being rewarded with money, I would have started to dread the thing, and I wouldn't have wanted to do it. And it would have been such a headache and a hassle and a pain in the ass for my dad to constantly remind me to get out there and mow the damn lawn because it's getting long as hell, and it needs to be cut, right? And, and you don't want that. You want to develop a sense of pride in the kids, and you want to develop a sense of pride in the people and find out what motivates them. So with that simple example, the whole point of this and what I'm trying to get across is that in that example, I think it demonstrates really, really well what it's like to, to have something that rewards you intrinsically. At any point, you can take an intrinsic reward and make it extrinsic. The thing you risk doing is you risk taking the pride and the happiness factor out of it, and you risk turning it into a chore. You risk turning it into something that is only monetarily compensated. If you try to take someone's job, right, let's, let's imagine the scenario of the person sitting at the desk. Now they're sitting at the desk, they have their desk job, right, they're the secretary or they're the computer geek or they're whatever they got to do and they're just sitting at their desk. And by sitting at the desk, I mean a job that you generally do not enjoy as opposed to something where you're out hiking around all day and swimming on beaches and, and hanging out, right? If you're at a job that you do not enjoy, sitting at a desk all day and you're being rewarded extrinsically for it, imagine if somebody were to come up to you and be like, hey, how about you do this job for free, right? No, no extrinsic value, just because you love doing it. You're going to be like, the fuck? The hell's wrong with you? No, right? It's going to be this, the dumbest question in the world and essentially being like you're getting fired. So why would you do it, right? You're not going to do it. And the same thing is true when you look at allowances with kids and raising people or building a team or doing something based on those value systems. As soon as you start with giving money, for doing a chore or something that you need done around the house, you completely destroy any sense of them taking pride in it or doing it on their own because you create an extrinsic value for them. This job is now a monetarily compensated position. And if they don't do it, then they don't get compensated. And then they even more resent it and will even further not do it or take part in it. Right? Could you imagine, hey, take out the trash. Uh, okay, so he takes out the trash, five bucks or whatever, right? takes out the trash, you know, every time it needs to get emptied, maybe once a week, or if you got a massive household, maybe once a day, right? Take out the trash, take out the trash, take out the trash, take out the trash, gets paid, gets paid five bucks a week or five bucks a day or whatever it is you pay them, right? Whatever your compensation structure is, get paid. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, guess what? How about you just contribute to this family as part of a team and you're taking out the trash now for free and you're not going to get paid? What? Right? You think that kid's going to keep taking the trash out? Hell no. If he was already having a hard time before with five bucks, Maybe 10 bucks would have motivated him a little bit more, but now he's not getting paid at all, and you're going to tell him, hey, it's for the better of the family. You think he's going to do it? Hell no. Hell fucking no. I wouldn't do it. That's the dumbest thing in the world. But maybe if you started that way, right, then he would. So the biggest thing is if you're already on the system, right, you're already on this kind of like track of um, paying, right, your, your children or the family you're raising or whatever for the way things are going, Talk, have an honest conversation about it. Talk about it. And then anything further from here, start doing it on your own. And stop compensating for everything. I hate when everything is giving given a, a value or a reward. Shit, in, I'll even say in my dating life, right? I don't try and give anything. I want to find out that the girl is interested in me for who I am before she learns about all the neat wazoo stuff that I got, right? I got, I got some pretty cool stuff. Like, I do some pretty cool things. 
But I'm not going to try and tell somebody about all these cool wazoo things that I'm doing, all these neato guy stuff, before I get to know if she's actually interested in me. If I, if I talk to a girl and I have a conversation and I tell her about all this neat stuff right off the bat, sure, she'll probably be interested. Sure, she'll probably come back. And sure, we may get into a relationship. But do I want that? No. Heck no. Because I'm, I'm in it for real now, right? I want to I find somebody that's, that's legitimate, that's real, that's genuine. And I'm not going to find that by trying to throw around all this neat stuff. I'm going to find that by talking to her and seeing if she is intrinsically motivated to be with me. If I fire her up internally and she internally likes to be with me, as opposed to if I have all these extrinsic things that I can provide and give to her, right? That's called, that's the whole concept of the gold digger, right? You got all this stuff that she likes, but she doesn't actually like who you are. Well, shit, why do you want that in your family? You don't want that in your family. So I don't date that way. And I don't think a family should be built that way either. Build your family based on the intrinsic values and intrinsic rewards. Build your relationships on intrinsic rewards, intrinsic value that you provide to each other. Don't make it some external exchange of goods or services. And if it is, right, if your relationship is built that way, then start today and start instilling a value system of intrinsic values. It's drastically different. I'm telling you, if you guys, if you guys take anything from this, go grab the book. Um, look it up. It's on, uh, it's, it's on, um, not audible. Yeah. Yeah. Audible. Um, look it up on audible. If you guys like to listen to the books, if not, go buy it. I got the hard copy right here. I'm actually holding it kind of looking at the back, but go get it. It's called drive. It's a surprising truth. What motivates us by Daniel pink, Daniel H pink. So it's a, it's a really, really good book. I definitely, I highly, highly recommend it. And it's all about building relationships and building interactions with people and finding out what motivates somebody intrinsically or extrinsically. I think the biggest thing comes into play is the example I gave in terms of raising a family. I think that it's the best example. And they, I believe they talk about it. If I remember correctly, he talks about it in his book. He talks about how compensating kids with, um, with a monetary reward for doing chores, giving them an allowance, creates this animosity for doing the chores which means that they eventually don't do the chores and the job falls back on the parents or the chores done completely lackluster or you have to continue to remind the kid. And you don't want that, right? You want, you want to build a sense of pride. You want to build a sense of togetherness, of team within the community, within the family, within the household so that they do these things on their own. And the same thing's true with the job, right? You want to find something that motivates people intrinsically so that they do these things that you need them to do on their own. And you don't have to continue to badger them. You don't have to continue to motivate them. You don't have to continue to beg them to do things. They do that because they want to, right? And that's what leads to massive companies who are completely outstanding, right? And completely um, like forefronting and changing in the world. Do you think you think Elon Musk would be pushing for sending people to the moon and sending people to Mars and habitating uh, a, a completely different planet if he was being paid to do this? Hell no. I don't think so. I think he'd start before when he first founded SpaceX. If he was being paid by somebody to found SpaceX, to build SpaceX, to make it something, right? If he was being paid to do this, to wake up early and to, to do all the things, to travel to all these different places that he's doing, to just check out launch sites and build locations and all this stuff. If he was being paid to do all these things, he would lose his motivation. I can almost guarantee it. 
He would lose his motivation at some point to be doing these things. Not if he was, if he had no buy-in in the company, right? Because his him owning the company gives him intrinsic reward, right? I want to see this company succeed. I want to see these great things happen. I want to be the one to help motivate it, right? And he pushes because he desires these things internally. It's what internally fires him up. But if somebody was paying him to think like that to do these things and somebody else owned the company, it wasn't him, but they were paying him to do all this stuff, it probably wouldn't be nearly what it is. Think of all the companies and corporations that when the founder dies or passes away, think of how many companies and stuff go in the shitter. And it's because the person that's running it, the CEO now, is no longer the owner or the founder that had that intrinsic dream of what the company could be. They didn't have they don't have that intrinsic motivation into what the company could be. I know um Walmart was the same way, right? There was a lot of companies that were all the same way. Now, Walmart was able to get rid of the person that they hired on and bring back somebody that was intrinsically motivated by the same value systems as the initial founder, which which brought it back and is making it obviously a very relevant business again. But there was a time where Walmart was failing hard, and it's because they brought in somebody after the founder died who was extrinsically motivated to make the company succeed. And it, it drove the company almost into oblivion. But they were able to figure things out. They got someone else different in. And now the company's back on its feet, right? It's back where it needs to be. So it's just, it's very, very interesting when you start looking at it in the business side, on the mass scale, the way things can work, motivating the employees or motivating the, the owners, right? Motiv- having that internal motivation is what's going to drive a business to be successful, Whenever you have the extrinsic motivation, that's where you kill intuition. That's where you kill the inspiration. It's where you kill the drive to try and improve and make things better and and, and succeed. You'll notice a lot of that, right? Anything in government, anything in government is extrinsically motivated. I have never met a person going to a secretary of state or a DOV or whatever Somebody who wants to sit behind the desk and pass the forms and give you the paperwork and do all this bullshit internally, like just fucking wants to do it because they love the job. You've never seen it, right? It doesn't exist. It does not exist, which is why there's so much waste in the government is because everybody's extrinsically motivated. It was my kind of thing with the army, right? Initially, getting me getting into the army, I was intrinsically motivated by the job that I wanted to do. I wanted to serve my country. I wanted to provide a better place. I wanted to, you know, pr- uh, bring honor and suffer my family, right? And, and be a courageous and an honorable person and do something that was right. Over time, I saw how much waste and lack of desire there was and the inability to succeed. I wanted to do more. The government structure does not support you doing more. It supports you doing what they need you to do. It supports what they will pay you to do extrinsically. And then if you want to do more, it's almost going to be an entire burden. You're, you're actually contractually obligated to not do anything else. If you have another, you can't hold a second job while being employed by the Army. Fun fact. Or any branch of the military. So in that system, right, everything is extrinsic motivated. Well, guess what happens, right? A lot of people fucking hate what they do. I can't tell you. I could go I could go back to where I worked, right? I, I could go drive over there. and be like, how many of you guys, if you weren't getting paid tomorrow, would stay here? And I can tell you probably 90% of the people would fucking leave. 90% of the people would fucking leave. There's probably 10% of the people that are brand new and still love it. And they're like, yeah, this is awesome. But if there is no monetary reward or, you know, the benefits and all that stuff, if all that stuff went away, everybody would probably be dipping out. Because everybody's extrinsically motivated to be there. 
Now, if everybody was intrinsically motivated to be there, right, like the fresh people, that 10% that I'm saying, the people that just showed up, they're all fired up, man. They, they fucking, they want to serve their country. They want to carry that flag into battle. They want to ride on top of that tank and, and go yeehaw and, you know, straight at the enemy. That's what they want to do, right? That's what, they're motivated, man. They just got here. That's what they want to do. They want to fire it up and go. They're intrinsically after it. But after time, they realize everybody around them is the same way. It's a super shitty job. They lose that motivation because the army is not what you think it is and the military is not what you think it is in the back of your head. And it all goes away. So it all becomes extrinsic after time. And then that kills your motivation and that leads to the train of leaving, right? Or people obviously doing a lackluster job and having a bunch of waste and all that stuff. So it's just, it's very, very interesting things to think about. So what I want to do with this episode is I want you guys to dig into the relationships, dig into your finances, dig into your jobs and figure out what are you extrinsically motivated by what are you intrinsically motivated by and try and pursue the things that motivate you intrinsically and then in your relationships do that with your partner right find out what motivates your partner extrinsically find out what motivates your partner intrinsically and do things to help them intrinsically instead of extrinsic right instead of buying them gifts or buying them new shit or uh, take them to fancy vacations and stuff maybe those aren't the things that speak to your partner right those are the five love languages don't do the things that don't speak to your partner. Do the things that intrinsically speak to your partner. Maybe spending quality time with them, right? Maybe having deep conversations with them. Maybe, um, you know, providing them with the physical touch that they need, right? Those different things, those are the things that intrinsically motivate somebody, that speak to somebody intrinsically. In your relationship, focus on those things. Remove the stuff that's extrinsic. Focus more on intrinsic. Same thing with jobs. If you're a business owner or somebody that owns a business or has employees under them, find what intrinsically motivates your employees because I can promise you not everybody's there if the money left find out what intrinsically motivates them and use that put people in positions where they can use their intrinsic motivation to to do better and to inspire them to to do more and to improve the job maybe they can help you grow the company right if you've put them in a place that they can use their abilities so so find that and if you're an employee somewhere right? Find something that motivates those around you and motivates your boss intrinsically, right? And help them to get more of that. And that'll lead to raises and promotions and things like that because you're you're helping them improve not only the, the job and the performance of whatever it is you're doing, but you're also increasing the quality of life that they have too. So all fun things to think about. But I, I think this is something that we just, I wanted to get out there because I think it's something that uh, you definitely want to put in the back of your mind because having the understanding of intrinsic and extrinsic motivation is huge so get the book uh drive and and daniel pink if you're out there buddy uh i do i do i love the book i think it's a great book a lot of good things to learn on so i do recommend you guys as the audience to go out there get the book um read through it at least give it a listen if not on audible at the least and uh let me know what you guys think about it i think it's really good understanding kind of concept where everybody's got but thanks for checking in guys good episode appreciate you guys for sticking around um, like always, go on to Podbean or Apple Podcasts, rate the podcast so we can help get the word out there. Share this message with anybody else that uh, you think needs to hear it. If it's somebody that you know obviously is struggling in different things or raising some kids or trying to build a business, right? send them the episode so they understand the difference between what can motivate people. Go buy the book, share, share the book with people so that uh, they understand it, they can read it and kind of get that message and stuff at the grassroots level for themselves. Other than that, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. We are at 400 listeners now, so I think I try and update generally where we're at. Um, We're just under 400, so we're not quite there, actually, but we are just about there. So thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will talk to you in the next episode.